Hi, I'm Abby Gibb, and welcome to the Full Body Fuck Yes Podcast, a Soulfire production. This is an investigation and honoring of who we get to become in the process of embodying our dreams. If you're a rule breaker, paradigm shifter, and movement maker of today, then this leadership podcast is for you. It's time to finally take up more room on the page of your life. Welcome to the Full Body Fuck Yes Podcast. Let's talk about boundaries. Let's talk about boundaries. Hey, can you imagine the episode today? It's going to be about boundaries. It's great to have you here, by the way. Thanks for joining us on another episode of the Full Body Fuck Yes podcast. I'm in a singing mood. Anybody else, a former musical theater, high school geek that's feeling this today? I, don't, I promise you I will not bust out any Les Mis, but yeah, I'm a little singy today. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm your host. Abby Gibb, if I haven't gotten a chance to meet you in your earbuds yet, I am so grateful that you're here and that you want to talk about three great words that I have found that have really helped in boundary setting as someone who is recovering from the trauma of needing to be a people pleaser earlier in my life in order to keep the peace and keep my job and keep relationships and all the things I thought I needed to keep and therefore had no boundaries. If that was you, I'm sorry, but you're welcome to stay and use my three words because they have changed my fucking life. I'll tell you what. And before we get started, I'd love you to continue hanging out, not just here on the podcast and not just on Instagram, as fun as those two things are, but also inside of my free community. So I text every single week, one journal prompt that helps you to uncover more of your personal story and more ways that you can begin to not only share that story with the world, but frankly, just take up more space in the room and page and world of your life, right? Yeah. So all you got to do is text the word story to 541-275-9250. The number is also in the show notes below and it's linked on my Instagram. So today. I want to talk about boundaries because holy fuck, holding boundaries. Every time I do it right now, I feel like I should get this. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. You are so kind. Thank you. Right? (laughs) Like holding boundaries is fucking tough. And I've been working with a talk therapist, God bless Stephanie. And she's helped me to have three words, three simple fucking words that have totally changed the game because she helped me to see that I have to learn when it comes to boundaries, what I will and won't accept. And we get to practice both. If you saw the episode or heard the episode, sorry, I'm still used to being on TV sometimes that I still say saw as if you would watch, but bear with me. So I think you've potentially heard the episode just a couple weeks ago that was really about how we have to practice being happy and that that doesn't necessarily come naturally, especially if you have come from a more traumatic or difficult background and it takes daily practice. And the same thing comes with boundaries. This is not like you watch somebody who's got their shit together, fucking like Beyonce rocking up there and she was just born that way. That shit takes time. It takes unlearning relearning, deprogramming, reprogramming. It's a lot of work. 
And I realized that boundaries aren't just about like, fuck, no, I don't accept that. But also what we do accept and practicing what we want to have more of. Both of those things are necessary. So these are the two different sentences, both just three words each. You're welcome to try them on. Fucking game changer for me. Here we go. The first one is, I received that. Really simple. I received that. That is something that I practice and I try on about what I will accept, right? Letting good things into my life more easily. And then the other one is, I'm not available. That's it. (laughs) I'm not available. I'm not available. I'm not available to that. I'm no longer available to that, right? Very fucking simple, very fucking powerful. So I want to go through those two different pieces with you today. And then I completely, of course, invite you to try them on if they work for you. Practice them for like a week and see what happens. And please, please shoot me a DM or make an Instagram story if this becomes life-changing for you as well. I would love to hear how you are holding your boundaries. So the first one is that we get to practice, you and I together. We get to practice, I receive that. I realized, and maybe this is you, that for quite a long time in my life, I assumed that other people were doing me a favor by giving me love and spending time with me. Is that fair for you? Have you ever felt like you just assume that other people are there out of the kindness of their own heart and not because you're fucking awesome? And maybe it's a mutually beneficial experience, right? A lot of the people that I coach come to me saying, I'm so good at giving to everyone else, but I'm not great at receiving. If that's you, this fucking sentence is something you need to be saying every, every day. So when someone says to you, wow, your work is so powerful. You look beautiful. This food is delicious. What is the usual thing we'll say? Oh, this old thing. Oh, uh, there's a big zit on my face. Oh, I just, I just warmed it up or, oh, it's not even my recipe or whatever the fuck it is. Right. We don't receive love. Because deep down, we don't think we deserve it. And or you could also feel that there's like this likability limit, which is what I talked about in the practicing happiness episode, but there's a likability limit. And if you really accept that praise or that love or that support that you deserve, that you should have in your life, you'll lose people. You'll intimidate people. You'll be too much. You'll be too bossy. You'll be conceited, whatever the title, wherever we fucking learn that back in like second grade, because we raised our hands too much. Right. And Miss Perino, that was my, my real teacher told me to put my hand down and I learned to start dimming my light. And I learned that it wasn't safe to be fully fledged as me. Right. And then we see everybody else around us also deflecting. So it hasn't been safe. 
But you and I get to change that. You and I are the paradigm shifters that this world needs today, not of tomorrow, today. I want you to try on, I receive that. I receive that. So here we go. We're going to practice together wherever you're at right now. I'm with you. Okay. We're having a coffee. We're having a green juice. We're having a rosé. Whatever your shit is, we're having a joint. I don't fucking care. Whatever your shit is. I'm sitting there with you. And I am like, you are spectacular. And I want you to say out loud to yourself right now, I received that. Okay. Fill in the blank. I'm going to say something. You are spectacular. And you're going to say, oh, I received that. It's going to feel really fucking awkward. Also, by the way, you know, if you're like at the grocery store right now, people are going to think you're talking to yourself. So whatever you do, you, but just practice this with me. Start to practice this. Okay, here we go. Oh my gosh. Your work is incredible. I received that. (laughs) Okay. Try another one. Wow. When you smile, it just lights up a whole room. I received that. Thank you so much for coming tonight. It really means a lot. We appreciate all the hard work that you've done for this group. Oh, I received that. Because here's the other thing. When we start to do this, as maybe weird as you think it sounds, when we start to do this, not only are we reprogramming ourselves to learn to receive love, we're showing others how to not only love us, but love themselves. I loved your book. It really touched me. Oh, I received that. I received that. Even, and I'm trying this on because this is a tough one. When my partner says, oh, you're beautiful or sexy, or I think you're whatever, right? The first thing I'm like, oh, but I mean, really, I don't have any makeup on. I just, I deflect. I fucking deflect. And that must be maddening for him. He's feeling, frankly, a little rejected in his own feelings. It wouldn't feel good if I was like, damn, babe. You're hot. And he's like, um, no. What this? I feel fat. Like, (laughs) that's not going to make me want to fuck him. So like, why do I think that that's going to work for me? It's in all areas, all areas. And it has been a massive game changer. Because I realized that as a part of boundaries that I was working on, I didn't know how to accept So frankly, I was left empty because if I wasn't going to put up the bullshit, but then I'm also not going to accept love, what am I left with? So you and I get to practice. I received that. Thanks. I received that. Try it on. Shoot me a message. Let me know if that works. Okay. So here's the second one. Now, this is the one that we're more used to, which is the boundary boss part, right? And of course, there's a whole other episode a lifetime of episodes we could go into about where does this come from that boundaries weren't safe to hold in the first place, enmeshed families or difficult emotional issues that you've had with a romantic partner or a boss or a parent that led you to not feel safe creating and holding boundaries, right? 
That's a whole other episode. I just want you today to practice getting to even say them because we do have to get to the root cause, but we also have to like live our daily lives. And the very simple sentence of I'm not available, game changer, fucking game changer. Things like, for instance, even if your friend, your partner, a parent, a kid comes to you and just wants to emotionally dump on you in that second, they just walk through the door and they just expect that you've got your hands out and you're just going to hold all of their emotional baggage. How many of you know that feeling? Right? That happened to me last week. And I said to that person, I can, and I want to validate their feelings. I can hear how frustrated you are right now, but I'm not available to talk about this at this moment. Let's reconvene later. And they were like, what? Huh? But here's the deal I discovered the only people who have issues with you holding boundaries are those that don't have boundaries themselves. I'm sorry, what? I'll say it again. The only people who have an issue with you holding your boundaries are those who can't hold their own. If you told me that, I come in, I'm all upset, and I go to my best friend, and I'm like, oh, Jess, this is a horrible day. But you know what? She's got a bunch of other shit. She's got kids. She's got screaming whatever day of clients. She's got her own shit. And I come over to her holding my bottle of wine, being like, oh my God, my day. And she said to me, you know, I'm just not available to hold space for that right now. It's been a tough day for me too. But let's have some dinner and then we can chat about that. I'd be like, oh, of course. I'm sorry, I just threw that all on you. You're right. I didn't see that. Because I'm learning how to hold my own boundaries. So if you think that is just not going to fly, with XYZ person, I gently remind you that maybe some of it doesn't have anything to do with you. But you can't consistently forget yourself in order to serve everyone else. Another way is that if somebody sends me an opportunity for, you know, speaking or asks me to teach on something, podcast, whatever. And I just literally like, it's just not my jam right now. I don't have the room in my schedule. I don't want to (laughs) any and all reasons. I say something like, thanks for thinking of me for this opportunity, but I'm not available at the moment. That's it. Oh, I have all these. No, I don't need to give an excuse. I don't owe them an explanation. I'm not available. I'm not available. That's it. And in my Divine Human Leadership Academy, which is so fun, and I love the very deep, beautiful conversations I get to have with these leaders, in there last week, I had them write a letter of things that they're finally not available for. And this was extremely powerful. So I hope at the end of this episode, not only will you try on the, I receive that, I receive that, thank you. And I'm not available, I'm not available but also writing out what you are no longer available for. It's fucking powerful to hear yourself out. And I say that writing is huge. Physically writing things is declarative. It's powerful. 
it holds weight in your life, but also then saying them out loud, even if it's just to yourself, especially to yourself. Just say it out loud because those words somewhere are inside of you still. You're carrying weight, dead weight inside of you. Get it out of your body. So I wrote a quick letter. Here you go. Some things I'm not available for. I am not available to feeling like I need to be on anyone else's career or life timeline. No, I am right on time just for me. And my whole life, I have felt like a late bloomer. Like I got my period late. I am getting married, quote, late. I'm starting another career late. I became financially stable, late, whatever. I don't know. Compared to who and what and in what world? Like, and in what country and in what culture? Like, the fuck? No. Social media is amazing. And in other ways, it's literally the worst fucking thing ever invented because you're not supposed to know what Susie Q, your high school friend from biology class is doing with her four kids in Tuscaloosa. You're not supposed to be that connected. So no, fuck. I am not available to feeling like I need to be on anyone else's career or life timeline. I am not available for petty drama or gossip at all. I am not interested in any friendship where our connecting forces, our energy, the thing we have in common is that we complain about anything, about another person, about our partners, about our bodies. Mm -mm. I am not trauma bonded to friends. No, thank you. I'm not available for negative self-talk about my body. This was a big one. I just had my bachelorette party in Sedona and we all went around the room and set an intention of what we wanted from that week. And one of the pieces, and then what, how our friends could hold us accountable. And one of the biggest pieces was because all of us, every fucking woman, I feel like, uh, faces some sort of body dysmorphia. We each pretty much said the same thing, which was, I'm going to wear a bathing suit. and. I don't want to have to say anything else, except I just want to wear the bathing suit. I don't want you to even say like, you look amazing or whatever, because I'm going to feel like I need to deflect. I want to be able to eat food and then just still wear the bathing suit. (laughs) I don't want a story attached to me wearing a bathing suit. I just want to go fucking wear a bathing suit and be with my friends. And if you catch me saying anything negative, please stop me. And it was really beautiful because each of us fell into that a few times as desperately as I don't want to do it. And it was really beautiful to watch our friends hold each other accountable and say, no, you said you're not available for this anymore. And it has to be practiced because you have spent for me 36 years learning how to hate my body. So it's going to take a while to drop and I'm your friend. So I'm going to help you to do that. That's awesome. I'm here for that. All right. Another thing. I'm not available to feeling like I'm playing small or I don't want it like, quote, bad enough because I don't grind it out at 4 a.m. Okay. I'm not another Rachel Hollis. You do not need to wash your face. You do not need to get up at 4 a.m. You don't need to hustle and grind. You don't have to work for it. No. 
I'm not saying that there isn't hard work involved. No shit, Sherlock. But grinding it out doesn't equal success. In fact, it's the antithesis of. I'm not available for the shame story that my cellulite or my wrinkles make me less than totally worthy. I am not available for people selling me random shit on the internet to tell me that I have anything wrong with my body. I'm 36. I'm not trying to look 20. I'm 36. I love my body that looks 36. Yeah, I know. You're like, ooh, okay, let me write mine. Yeah, your letter of you're not available for. This is some powerful shit. All right, next one. I am not available to doing emotional labor for men. No, go to therapy. Craig. Read a book about it. John. I'm not available. I'm not available. I'm not available to the words hack, optimize, productive, or monetize ever again. It's a bag of dicks. I'm not doing it. I am not available for smiling and laughing when someone makes me uncomfortable. Holy fuck. I am not available for smiling or laughing when someone makes me uncomfortable. I cannot tell you how many times I have done that in my life. I even found the other day, I'm at the airport and like some dudes got like a long lingering gaze and I feel the need to smile because he's looking at me because that's the unspoken rule because good girls smile. I don't want to fucking smile. And my head's like, oh, but he'll think you're a bitch. You don't know who he is. You don't know him shit. So what if he fucking thinks you're a bitch? You're in an airport. Is he smiling? Is anyone else smiling? Who fucking cares, abs? Who fucking cares? I'm not available. (laughs) And lastly, I'm not available for anyone else telling me what success looks like, including old versions of myself because frankly I'm not her and I don't know her shit. I'm not available. It's very powerful. Equally as powerful. I received that. Try them on today. Three great words to have you holding boundaries. Imagine if somebody's like, wow, what a fantastic social media post you wrote. And you were like, I received that. That's what I want you to feel like inside. (laughs) And someone's like, I'm going to need that by tomorrow. And you're like, I'm not available to get that to you by tomorrow. No, (laughs) I'm not available. Try them on. Let me know what you think. As always, it would mean the world to me and it would help so many more people to find this podcast if you could take a hot, magical second and rate the podcast. Go ahead and leave your review because the algorithm likes it. The more people are rating and leaving messages about it and sharing it, 
the more the algorithm will promote it as a suggested podcast to other people. And then they can find out more about this awesome information that I would love to get out there into the world. So will you do me that favor? That is the best way to help me out. And when you do, I receive that. (laughs) Thanks for listening to another episode. I'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Full Body Fuck Yes podcast with me, Abby Gibb. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And it would mean the world if you leave a review so others know how kick-ass these episodes are. And I'm a real person over on Instagram. So tag me in an IG story at Abby Gibb and let me know what landed in your heart the most today. Thanks again for listening.